Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Pub Trivia Experience Trivia Hot Seat Tournament. We are on to the third game in my Chris's quadrant of the bracket. And I've got two contestants strapped to the hot seat. We're going to see who is moving on to the round of 16. First, let's start off with a regular. You know him. You might love him. You might hate him. But you got to respect the game. Mr. Mike Mott, how you doing, sir? And what are you drinking? Uh, thank you for that lovely introduction, Chris. I'm doing great. Uh, I've actually been really excited for this beer. I've been waiting for the proper occasion to pop it open, and I couldn't think of a better one than uh, the opening round of the Pub Trivia Experience Hot Seat Tournament. So I have the Triple Cafe from Southern Tier Brewing Company. It is a Belgian-style ale brewed with green coffee beans and orange peel. That sounds I delightful. Have- I have no idea what to expect from this, but I'm excited. It's a bottle. Let's see if it, the pop comes through. There we go. Oh, yeah. I right. heard that. Good, good, good. Let's see how this is. Oh, that is really, really good. Oh, my goodness. That's open. Oh, there's that cough. Oh, I didn't get the coffee at first, but there it is. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. Uh, Chris, I think you've probably heard me wax poetic about the coffee triple that I had at Crooked Thumb that one yep. time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. This, I didn't get it. This is, it's got a similar, I don't know if this is quite as good as that, because I just remember that being absolutely fantastic, but this is just simply excellent. Uh, it it says, there once was a time when both the juicy orange and green coffee beans were considered exotic delights carried from the far-reaching corners of the globe. Within this bottle is your opportunity to rediscover those ingredients in an uncommon form, that of a Belgian-style ale. Ooh. This is this is just is this is simply wonderful. I'm so glad I chose this beer. I am ready to get on the hot seat and play some trivia. So I will say this, Mike. If my drink has any coffee in it, I'll be very upset. I have poured myself a glass with a big ass ice cube of Blade and Bow Bourbon from Kentucky. Uh, it's an expensive bourbon. I didn't buy it myself. It was a gift, but I really do enjoy it. Blade and Bow is a, a really solid pour. If you get a chance to get it, they have the five. They're the group that has the five keys. And if you collect all five of their keys, number one through five, you get to become a member of their key club. That's right. Uh, no idea what that gets you other than the ability to brag about owning five keys that don't literally open a damn thing. <laughs> but five good bottles of bourbon and you're not going to complain. Next up, we have got one of our Patreon subscribers. Donald, my friend, welcome back to the show. How are you doing, sir? And what are you drinking? I'm doing great. I am I still... Well... I very rarely do I ever drink any alcohol at home. So I got myself a nice can of Arizona Arnold Palmer strawberry flavor. Oh, that sounds good, actually. That sounds super refreshing. <laughs> there and it we is. get the pop, too. There it is. I was out. Uh, so my boss is in town. So we were out um, just at a we were actually at a Bahama Breeze having drinks uh, at the end of the day. And I'm just sitting there, and like I'm half in the sun, half out, and I've got an old fashioned in my hand. And as, as good as the old fashioned was, I'm sitting there going, "I really just want some lemonade." Like, <laughs> it's it's hot. Mm-hmm. It is so hot. Uh, it's been really hot the last few days around up here in New Hampshire, but the things are cooling off a little bit. I love New Hampshire. I was I was up there over the summer. Donald, you and I have talked about that before. I love New Hampshire. It's so beautiful up there. It's so it peaceful. Is. But I'm not dealing with snow ever again. Yeah, that's the issue. Exactly. 
Well, gentlemen, we have got the hot seat. We're going to start with the pregame. Mike, you are going to be leading us off. Uh, the pregame, like I mentioned earlier, the pregame is going to be 10 questions, five per person. And you're going to get one point for each correct answer. The pregame, by design, is a 50-50 game. So I'm going to give you the option between two. You have to tell me which one. So the pregame goes like this. Your pregame today is a classic game of the chicken or the egg. Hmm. I'm going to name two events. You have to tell me which came first. <laughs> this sounds familiar. Mike, we are starting with you. Which came first, Zendaya being born or the release of the first iPod? Ooh. Ooh, how old is Zendaya? The first iPod, I want to say, was 2001. Is she older than 21? I'm going to say yes, and I'm going to say Zendaya was born first. Zendaya was born first. Nicely done. Nicely done. Donald, we're over to you. What happened first, The Rock, Dwayne Johnson being born, or the invention of the first floppy disk? Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Some of these are really, really out there. (laughs) Yeah, I'm just going to hazard a guess with the floppy disk. Uh, Floppy disk is a correct answer. The Rock was born in 72. The first floppy disk was actually created back in 1967. All right, Mike, back to you. Which came first? The zipper or Velcro? Ooh. All right. Velcro, I'm pretty sure, was developed uh, somehow in conjunction with uh, NASA. It had something to do with uh, they needed something to attach in space. I feel like that would have been after the zipper. So I'm going to say the zipper came first. The zipper did come first, but apparently not the iteration of the zipper that we see now. It has changed a lot since it was first invented. I bet. Uh, my understanding for Velcro, and I could be wrong, my understanding for Velcro is that it was originally intended as a fashion trend, and then NASA found use for it later. I might have that backwards. But, Donald, we're back over to you. Which came first, the blender or the toaster? I'm going to say the toaster. That's a good one. The toaster was patented in 1893, the blender in 1919. But I do have some uh, some flavor text here. Toast has actually been traced all the way back to the 1400s. It's been around for a long time. I'm not surprised on that one. I'm not either. Toast is delicious when you, especially when you put butter on it. Butter toast is oh. great. Oh. Now I want breakfast food. Okay, Mike, back to you, sir. Question number five. Which came first, the first injection of insulin or the invention of penicillin? I guess more discovery of penicillin, but still. Hmm. Let's see. Discover- penicillin, uh, I want to say... 50s time frame is when that happened. Uh, I hope I'm not conflating that with the polio vaccine because I always get those two mixed up. And the other one was, what was it? I'm sorry. The first injection of insulin or the discovery of penicillin. Injection of insulin, discovery of penicillin. I am, oh man, I'm going to say, I I'm going to say discovery of penicillin, but for some reason, I think I'm wrong. Uh, that's because you are. You're also yeah. wrong about when penicillin was discovered. Penicillin was discovered back in 1928. Okay. The first injection of insulin was to a 14-year-old named Leonard Thompson in 1922. Mm. So, Donald, you get a chance here to move forward or to move ahead of Mike. 
Which came first, laser printing or the 3.5-inch floppy disk? Apparently, you're getting all the floppy disk questions today. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, so 3.5-inch floppies, the small, hard things there. Yeah, I remember using them in elementary school. Like in fifth grade for some computer games. I'm going to say the three and a half inch floppy. Unfortunately not. Laser printing actually came first. Laser printing, the first laser printer that was actually put into somebody's office was 1976. The floppy wasn't invented. The 3.5 inch wasn't invented until 1983. Wow. All right, Mike, we're over to you. What came first, Google or the Hubble telescope? Uh, the Hubble telescope almost definitely came first. Google was Google came out in like 98, and the Hubble telescope was like early 90s. That is correct. Hubble telescope is uh, just over 25 years old. Google, I believe, is coming up on 20 years old. Mike gets the point. Donald, over to you. What came first, Coca-Cola or the first successful airplane? Oh. <laughs> ah, back when they had cocaine and Coca-Cola. <laughs> uh- Anybody, talk to anybody from Coke, they said that's a myth. It was not straight cocaine. It was like extract from the cacao leaf. I still like the story, though. It makes me feel fun. <laughs> but, Although we are a trivia podcast, we should probably strive for you know accuracy. Coke or the Wright Brothers? Basically, <laughs> I'm going to say the first airplane. Uh, unfortunately not. Coca-Cola dates all the way back to 1886. Uh, the Wright Brothers, early 1900s. Right, Mike, we're back over to you. What came first, the first Walkman or the release of Pac-Man? Ooh. Ooh, that's a good one. Okay, Pac-Man was like late 70s, early 80s. The Walkman, and really the Walkman was probably right around the same time, so... I'm going to go with my gut and say the Walkman because that was what popped into my head first. Uh, Your gut did not steer you wrong. The Walkman invented in 1979. Pac-Man released in 1980. Right Mm. near each other. Close. Close. Donald, over to you. What what came first? The first Subway restaurant being opened or the fall of the Berlin Wall? Oh. Fall of the Berlin Wall was like 1990, if I remember correctly. Subway. Uh, Subway didn't really become very all that big until mid to late 90s when they started showing up all over the place. But the very first one? I'm going to say Berlin Wall came first. Oh, uh, no. Uh, Subway actually dates all the way back to 1965 in Bridgeport, Connecticut, my Whoa. hometown. The wow. Berlin Wall <laughs> fell in 1989. 89, okay. Well, we are out of the pregame. The pregame scores as we move into the hot seat. Mike's got four. Donald has two. The that was a good pregame. I, I thank you. I worked really hard yeah. on that. I actually worked real worked. Uh, we're, I've worked pretty hard on all of this, but we're going to move right ahead. Mike, you're <laughs> going to kick us off in the actual hot seat. The hot seat, 30 minutes, no timeouts, just straight trivia questions and answers. 
Gentlemen, are we ready? Let's do it. Yeah. All right. Your time will begin after I read your first question, Mike. Here you go. What performer's obscene gesture during the 2012 Super Bowl halftime show compelled the NFL to issue an apology? What per 2012 halftime show? Obscene gesture. Um, <laughs> it was a gesture, huh? 2012. First thing that popped in my head was Springsteen sliding in, sliding into the camera with his crotch, but I don't think that's it. Because uh, I think that was a little earlier. Was 2012 like... I'm going to say Katy Perry. Unfortunately not. The performer was a gentleman by the name of... I'm assuming gentleman, but someone by the name of M.I.A. Oh, it was M.I.A. Really? Okay, yeah. no. She, I didn't remember her doing that. Okay. Her, I'm sorry. I did not know that was her. I apologize. I am not up on pop music. Donald, we're over to you. That's not even pop music anymore. That's old. It's almost oldies. Donald, which of the following cities is the furthest north? Boston, Amsterdam, or Vancouver? Uh, see, I know Vancouver is north of Boston, but is Amsterdam north of both of them? I'm going to say Amsterdam. Amsterdam is a correct answer. Mike, over to you. Which of these websites features an often annoying pop-up text balloons officially dubbed annotations? Is it Facebook, Twitter, or YouTube? Um, How have I never seen? I don't recall ever seeing these. I'm going to say YouTube. YouTube is a correct answer. Oh, never Donald, mind. I know what you're talking about. <laughs> Donald, back over to you. <laughs> In Greek mythology, the Minotaur is a monster with the head of a bull in the body of what? A man. That is correct. Mike, roughly what percentage of the human population is left-handed? 5%, 10%, 15%. I believe it's 10%. 10% is a correct answer. Donald, which legendary hockey player practiced the pregame ritual of drinking a Diet Coke in iced water a Gatorade, and another Diet Coke. There's only two legendary hockey players I know off the top of my head. It's Gretzky and Bobby Orr. I'm going to say Gretzky. Gretzky is a correct answer. I, I don't know how you drink that diet in that order, but hey, props to you, the great one. Mike, <laughs> back to you. Which of the movies in the Pirates of the Caribbean film franchise was released first? Uh, Pirates of the Caribbean, The Curse of the Black Pearl. Curse of the Black Pearl is correct. Donald, what was the former the formal name of Zimbabwe from 1965 to 1979 prior to the Civil War that sadly claimed over 30,000 lives? The Republic of the Congo? Unfortunately not. This was Rhodesia. Rhodesia is what we're looking for. I don't know a lot about Africa. Unfortunately, I'm in the same boat. I think uh, Congo was Zaire, if I'm not mistaken, prior. That, but yeah, that's right. Toto didn't know a lot about Africa either. Didn't stop him from blessing the rains down there. Mike, over to you. What conspiracy theory got its start on July 20th, 1969? Conspiracy theory got its start on July 20th, 1969. Um, I can't believe it would have been that late, but the first thing that popped in my head is the Paul McCartney is dead conspiracy. 
Unfortunately not. That's actually the, the start of the landing, the moon landing hoax. Oh, <laughs> duh. That makes a lot of sense. Okay. <laughs> Donald. <laughs> see, Donald was sitting there. He knew the answer. He's like, I'm not going to tell him. <laughs> Donald, we're over to you. Body mass index is a common measure of obesity based on weight and what other factor? Height. Height is a correct answer. Mike, we are back to you. Which of the following countries could be said to have Occidental cuisine? Norway, Turkey, or Mexico? Uh, I believe Turkey. Uh, no, it's actually Mexico. Is it Mexico? I yeah. Wondered. Okay. I believe that is re- referencing to Western culture. Okay. Okay. All right. Moving right along. Donald, the Sundance Film Festival is held every January in what U.S. state? California. Uh, uh, Unfortunately not. It's in Utah. Oh. Mike, over to you. Often very annoying to people dining nearby, pagophagia. P-A-G-O-P-H-A-G-I-A is the compulsive chewing of what? Uh, often people dining nearby. Um, I'm going to say chewing gum. Oh, close. You had the right hint. Uh, it's after the chewing of ice. Chewing of ice is what we're talking uh, Gotcha. Uh, I'm guilty of that, by the way. Donald, over to you. In the favorite brunch item, brunch menu item, Eggs Benedict, how are the eggs prepared? They are poached. They are poached. Nicely done. Mike, covered by the Fugees, F-U-G-E-E-S, in 1996, Killing Me Softly was first made famous by what singer in 1973? Roberta Flack. Roberta Flack is a correct answer. Donald, she's not even the original. I did not know that. To be fair, I don't know who Roberta Flack is because music isn't my thing. Donald, over to you. Which resort island has been vacationed on by sitting U.S. presidents, including Bill Clinton, Barack Obama, and Ulysses S. Grant? Martha's Island. I'm sorry, say that again. I didn't hear you. Martha's Island. Uh, I'll give that to you. Martha's Vineyard is the name of You have Martha in there, and uh, we play Batman rules here. Martha gets the point. (laughs) Why did you say that name? Because it was a correct answer. Now, Mike, over to you. Which Pennsylvania city is home to the neighborhoods Shadyside, Oakland, Squirrel Hill, and Bloomfield? Oh, man. Uh, I've never been to Pennsylvania. I, that, that's a lie. I've been to like, I went to Philly for like one day once. Um, and that's what I'm going to say. I'm going to say Philadelphia. Uh, wrong. And Pittsburgh. We're looking Pittsburgh. for Pittsburgh. Yeah. Okay. Donald, over to you. In the Tour de France, what jersey does the rider dubbed King of the Mountains wear? The What's special about the jersey? It's yellow. Unfortunately not. This is actually kind of fun if you go look at it. It's a polka dot jersey. Oh. Okay. Huh. Yeah. Mike, which fashion designer is known for making women's suits with collarless jackets and fitted skirts beginning in the 1920s? Coco Chanel? Coco Chanel is a correct answer. Uh-huh. Donald, actor Paul Rudd had roles in all but which of the following blockbusters? Anchorman, The Hangover, Role Models. Hangover. Hangover is a correct answer. Mike, we're back to you. Intended to resemble the aftershave, Aqua Velva is a cocktail that contains which of these liqueurs? Kahlua, Cognac, or Curacao? 
Curacao. Curacao is a correct answer. All right. With 53 confirmed moons and still nine unconfirmed, which planet has the most confirmed moons in our solar system? And that's for Donald. I believe that's Saturn. Saturn is a correct answer. Mike, by definition, a maillot, M-A-I-L-L-O-T, is what type of women's clothing? Oh, my gosh. Um, I have no idea. Hat. Uh, no, it's a type of swimsuit. Ah, okay. We've got 21 minutes remaining. Donald, we're back over to you. What material gave its name to the peaceful revolution that led to the end of communism in Czechoslovakia in 1989? Uh, borscht? Uh, no, actually, it's velvet. Oh. Velvet is what we're looking for. Mike, over to you. A leghorn is what type of animal? Uh, chicken? Chicken is correct. I'll say, I'll say. <laughs> oh, my Lord. In 1967, Donald, this is for you. In 1967, what alliterative-named female singer became the first African-American to appear on the cover of Rolling Stone magazine? Uh, Gloria Gaynor? Oh, no, unfortunately, it's Tina Turner. Good guess, I, though. I had to Google that one. I got a little bit of a female name. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, over to you. An inexpensive building material, particle board, is made by pressing together small pieces of what? Particle board, particle board. Um, plastic? No idea. No, actually, it's small pieces of wood. They take all ah. the wood that can't really be used, and they press it together. Gotcha, gotcha. I should have guessed that. Donald, which children's book series lets readers select the plot lines for their stories? Choose your own adventure. That is correct. And with 19 minutes remaining, our scores right now are 11 to 11. Ooh. Mike, we're over to you. Manspreading, a 2015 catchphrase, Refers to an out-of-shape male with a dad bod. Is that true or false? Uh, I've never thought of it as being an out-of-shape male. No, it can just be any male that sits with his legs too wide. So is that true or false? I'm going to say that is false. That is false. Thank you. (laughs) Sorry. All right. Donald, originally made in Germany, traditional mint schnapps is known for what distinctive flavor? Butterscotch. Uh, No, it's actually peppermint. Uh, Mike, we're over to you. Who was the first woman of color to win an Olympic gold medal in both the individual and team competitions for gymnastics in 2012? Was that Simone Biles? That was not. That was Gabby Douglas. Oh, that's right. That's right. Donald, which 1939 film rephrased, quote, I'm so glad to be home again from a children's book into a memorable movie catchphrase. Uh, you said 1939? That's the year the film was released. It's like, uh, Wizard of Oz? Wizard of Oz is a correct answer. Well done. Mike, the rebellious beat generation writers flourished in the U.S. during which of these decades? The 90s, the 70s, or the 50s? The 50s. The 50s is correct. All right, Donald, 
Absale, Belay, and Gaston are moves in what sport? Gee, I just heard this question on another podcast. It's rock climbing. Rock climbing is correct. It's the exact question. Is it? (laughs) They're stealing from me. (laughs) Mike, which of these big names in aviation is also the first name of one of Sarah Palin's children? Piper, Lindbergh, or Amelia? I'm going to say Piper. Piper is a correct answer. Donald, in what classic board game do you test your hand-eye coordination on Cavity Sam? Operation. Operation is a correct answer. Mike, commonly used in the shower, a loofah is is the fibrous interior of which of the following? A sponge, a gourd, or a cactus? Um, I'm going to say a sponge. Unfortunately, it's actually the interior of a gourd. Gourd, yeah. Okay. All right. Donald, what is a penny farthing? Is it a bicycle, a coin, or a shoe? It's a bicycle with a big-ass wheel. It is a bicycle with a big-ass wheel. Nicely done. Mike, which of these sassy phrases is not also the title of a film featuring Diane Keaton? And so it goes, something's got to give, or you can say that again. You can say that again. That is correct. We are moving right along. Donald, Taylor Swift became the youngest person to win a Grammy for Album of the Year. What album was it? Uh, The only album title I think that's coming to mind was 1999. Uh, It's my guess. Unfortunately not. It was the album called Fearless. All right, Mike, over to you. What creator of classic sci-fi television was a World War II pilot who won a Distinguished Service Cross. Um, I'm going to say Rod Serling. Unfortunately not. Rod is in the name. Gene Roddenberry. Gene Roddenberry. I, I thought Gene Roddenberry first. I thought it was too obvious. Okay. Donald, over to you. What celebrity gossip news outlet gets its name from the Studio Zone, the area within a 30-mile radius around downtown Los Angeles? TMZ. TMZ is correct. Mike, over to you. In which city are the Bluebird Cafe, the Ryman Auditorium, and Grimey's located? You're giving me this question, Nashville, Tennessee. I did not even think about that. That is I, correct. It's random order. You know, you sometimes I know you it get is. what's in your wheelhouse. All right, Donald, what is the longest running TV series on Nickelodeon, surpassing the 13-year run of Rugrats? It surpassed 17 years in 2016. Gotta be SpongeBob. SpongeBob SquarePants is a correct answer. Mike, which Manhattan versus New England style soup rivalry heated up in 1939 when Maine tried to make it illegal to add tomatoes to it? <laughs> I never thought people would take clam chowder that seriously. Clam chowder. I never thought people would put tomatoes in clam chowder. It's clam Manhattan. Chowder. They're weird. Yeah. Yeah, I've been there. All right. Donald, in what Italian city would you find the main square of Piazza San Marco? Rome? Unfortunately not. It's in Venice. Uh, Mike, over to you. Before the 24th Amendment was passed, passed, many states required people to pay a poll tax in order to do what? Vote. That is correct. Donald, Located in Danvers, Massachusetts, the Rebecca Nurse Homestead was once the home of a figure associated with what event? 
the Boston Tea Party. Uh, Not a bad guess. Actually, it's the Salem Witch Trials. Huh. Mike, over you. On the TV show Throwdown, chefs are challenged to a cook-off of their favorite signature dish by what chef? Um, is that the? I, th- I think a beat Bobby Flay is kind of the same thing. I can't really name another one, so I'll say Bobby Flay. Bobby Flay is a correct answer. And they're bringing that back with Michael Simon. Are they really? Yeah. I like Beat Bobby Flay. That show is actually fun. I have, I've never actually seen the throwdown. Uh, here we go. Donald, how many players are there in a water polo team? Again, there was a, there was a question about water polo on another podcast a couple of weeks ago. I think they said 11. Unfortunately, not the answer is seven. Yeah. Mike, over to you. In what year was The Godfather first released? The book or the movie? Uh, the movie. Uh, 1972. 72 is correct. Could you name the book? No, but I assumed it was earlier than 72. Okay. I, just needed to, <laughs> I just needed to know where I was aiming. <laughs> Donald, over to you, sir. What Kentucky-born U.S. president is honored in the Wrestling Hall of Fame? That would be Abraham Lincoln. Yeah, but I need to say it like Garth Algar. Abraham Lincoln. That is correct. (laughs) I'm sorry. I love that movie. Mike, over to you. Which of these cooking items or cooking terms is believed to come from a Norwegian word meaning lump? Dollop, teaspoon, or nugget? I'm going to say dollop. Dollop is correct. Donald, Meg, Joe, Beth and Amy March are the central characters in what novel? Little Women. Little Women is correct. All right. Mike, in the world of DC Comics, who is Selena Kyle? Catwoman. Catwoman is correct. Donald. Hey, we can still be friends. The 2010 film The Last Play at Shea examines the history of a stadium in a former home of what baseball team? Oh, who played at Chase Stadium? I'm going to guess the Dodgers. I don't know. Unfortunately, Shea Stadium is the Mets. That's the first game I ever went to. I went to a Mets. I think it was a Mets-Dodgers game, actually. Mike, we're back to you. Of the following Tonys, who is the only one to have actually won a Tony Award? Tony Danza, Tony Kushner, or Tony Shalhoub? Oof. Um... I have no idea. I'm going to say Tony Shalhoub. Uh, no, Tony Kushner, actually. Okay. The one I didn't know who the heck he was. I should have gotten <laughs> Donald, over to you. In 2011, Google's homepage logo featured an interactive six-string electric guitar in honor of what music legend? 2011? The Fender? 2011 was the year, yes. Was it Fender? It was not Fender. It was actually Les Paul. Ah. I was right in thinking of this guitar creator. You were yep. right. You, you're 100% right. Uh, Mike, let's see here. What inventor was known as the Wizard of Menlo Park? Uh, that was Thomas Edison. That was Thomas Edison. Donald, the fantastical land of Gondor, Mordor, and the Shire featured prominently in what author's fiction? J.R.R. Tolkien. 
Tolkien is a correct answer, and I'm hoping I'm playing. I'm saying Gondor correctly. Yes, you are, and Down Boy. <laughs> keep your opinions to yourself. I will keep my opinions to myself. Uh, all right, so we're back over to Mike. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Mike, what Native American tribe shares its name with a popular brand of recreational vehicle? Oh gosh, you're not giving me more than that. Okay, I, I was I was waiting for the list. Um, oh my gosh. Uh, oh, um, uh, Pontiac. Uh, no, it's actually a recreational vehicle, Winnebago. Oh. Oh, oh RV. That was, yeah, I was just I just heard vehicle. I wasn't thinking rec- recreational. Okay. All right, Donald, over to you. What desk item does of Dwight did Jim put into Jello in the office? Wasn't it a stapler? It was a stapler. <laughs> Have you seen my stapler? All right, we are moving right along, Mike. Over to you. The 2016 film Concussion shed lights on sheds light on brain injury in what high impact sport? At professional football, I believe. Football is a correct answer. All right. Donald, in 2011, Google unveiled its new service, Google Plus, meant to pe- compete directly with what popular website? Facebook. That is correct. And by the way, I signed up for a Google Plus account, or at least to, to get on their waiting list. Never got an email. Yeah. Not once. Yeah. Mike, over to you. Who was sworn in as Supreme Court Justice 13 years after winning Brown versus the Board of Education? Uh, Thurgood Marshall. Thurgood Marshall is correct. Donald, considered a stunning architectural achievement, Spain's Guggenheim Museum Bilbao was designed by whom? I'll just go Johnson. I uh, No, it's Frank Gehry. With six and a half minutes remaining, Mike's got 25 points. Donald's got 22. Mike, we're over to you. What 70s pop star wrote the State Farm Insurance jingle, Like a Good Neighbor? Wow. No, it has never occurred to me to ask who wrote that jingle. Da, 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 da. I'm going to say Stevie Wonder. No, unfortunately, it's Barry Manilow. Ah, okay. He writes a lot of jingles. All right. He, yeah, that's not the only one he's written, actually. Yeah. And that actually makes a lot of sense. Okay. Donald, what fledgling tech conglomerate did co founders Larry Page and Sergey? Bryn try to sell to Excite for $750,000 in 1999. 1999. What was that Google? That was Google. Nicely done. Mike, over to you. Before becoming a famous actor, who won a televised contest naming him America's Toughest Bouncer? Ooh. Um... Did it say it just said before becoming a famous actor? Yeah, there was no year or any other indicator on there. Um, I'm going to say Patrick Swayze. <laughs> I just think of Roadhouse. Uh, a shout out to Neil Fisher with triviality there. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, the correct answer is Mr. T. Oh, shoot. Wow. I actually knew wow. that now that you yeah, say it. Yeah, he was yep. a bouncer and bodyguard before he was big. Yep, 100%. Yep. Donald, over to you. What classic cartoon character has a romantic rival named Bluto? Popeye. Popeye is correct. All right, Mike. Adam Sandler, Seth Rogen, and Jonah Hill star in a 2009 movie aptly titled what? Funny People. Funny People is correct. 
Donald, what Irish actor wears a certain pair of boxer shorts when starting a new film because he considers them lucky due to their lucky shamrocks? Is that Colin Firth? Uh, wrong Colin. Colin Farrell. Colin oh. Farrell. <laughs> Mike, over to you. The massively popular video game World of Tanks was invented in which of these countries? Russia, Belarus, or Cyprus? Ooh. Um, I mean, I know they invent a lot of games in Russia. I, you know, like, I know like Tetris is from there. Um, but for some reason, Belarus stuck out there. So I'm going to say Belarus. Belarus is actually a correct answer. Donald, which alum of Jon Stewart's The Daily Show launched her late-night satire show Full Frontal in 2016? Oh. I got the name Stephanie in my head. I can't think of her last name. Uh I know I'm wrong, but I'm just, just to move on. I'm gonna say Chelsea Handler. Unfortunately, not. It's it's a full frontal with Samantha B. Oh, yeah. Okay. Mike, we're over to you. What Disney title character has the least spoken lines of any Disney film? Ooh. Um, can I get a clarification question? Are we including Pixar? Yes. Wally. No, Dumbo. Oh, shoot. It says nothing. That makes a lot more sense. It yes, does. it does. <laughs> he doesn't say anything. Yes. He doesn't say anything <laughs> in the whole movie. Okay, yep. Donald, over to you. Which talk show host first introduced Lip Sync Battle? Uh, Jimmy Fallon. Jimmy Fallon is correct. Mike, which of the following words was spelled backwards in the movie and novel The Shining? Run, murder, or psycho? Red rum. Red rum, murder. Murder is correct, and he didn't even laugh at my joke. I liked your joke. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm, I'm in the zone, man. I'm in the zone. But that's my one per cast via you. Donald, in Spain, in, sorry, in Spain, dot, 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 on the road again, Chef Mario Batali explores the cuisine of all but which of these cities? Madrid, Catalonia, or Palermo? I mean, I know who Mario Batali is, but I've never seen what that. Um, can you say the cities again? Yep, these cities are going to be Madrid, Catalonia, or Palermo. I'm going to guess Catalonia. Uh, not a bad guess. Palermo is what we're looking for, although I have a feeling if that was an actual uh, Spanish woman saying it, it'd sound a lot better. Mike. Guaranteed. The 1974 book Alive documents the aftermath of a plane crash in the Andes survived by teammates in what sport? Soccer. No, rugby. Oh, is it rugby? Really? I always thought it was soccer. Okay. All right. We got under a minute left. Donald, what former Doctor Doctor Who actress plays the part of Nebula in Avengers Infinity War? Karen Gillian. Karen Gillian is correct. Mike. What former U.S. president received the first Medicare card on July 30th, 1965, when Lyndon Johnson signed the bill into law? Ooh. Former president. I'm going to say Harry Truman. Harry Truman is a correct answer. Donald, over to you. 
In 2000, a former member of what family band gave his newborn son the, the punny nickname Jer Majesty? That was Jermaine Jackson. I'll give that to you. It's the of the Jackson Five, but we'll, yeah. you said Jackson. I'm going to give that to you. All right. We have just time for one more question each. Mike, we're over to you. What is the only type of a fish's fin that is featured on a Pepperidge Farm goldfish cracker? Uh, the tail fin? Tail fin or the caudal fin is correct. Donna, last question for you. Which online reference site was launched in 2001 by Jimmy Wales and Larry Sanger? That's uh, Wikipedia. Wikipedia is a correct answer. And with that, we are out of the hot seat. We are in to the actual game. Your scores (laughs) coming out of the hot seat. Mike has 31. Donald has 28 points. It is anybody's game. Well done, Donald. Good round. Good round. Yeah, you too. All right. Here's how the final round is going to go. This is the only round in which if you get a question wrong, you will lose the points. You are going to lock in your wagers based only on the three categories I'm about to give you. This is not a gauntlet. You will wager on each question individually, but you cannot exceed the total amount of points you have coming into this round. Your three categories are time zones, fast food, And music and history. Music and history is one question. Again, time zones, fast food, music and history. Gentlemen, lock in your wagers while we hear a word from our sponsor. All right, our next question in the category of self-care with products such as the lawnmower, the weed whacker, the crop reviver, and more. This company is the best in men's below-the-belt grooming. Oh, yeah, I I can lock in. Chris is locked in. Jeff, go ahead and talk it out. Ah, Chris, yeah, you barely beat me to it. When I think of men's below-the-belt grooming, there's only one name I ever think of. Manscaped. Jeff is locked in with Manscaped. Chris, what do you have? Yeah, uh, I had Manscaped as well. I think this one's pretty easy. Um, I've used their Lawnmower 4.0, and I got to tell you, man, like this is a fantastic product. A lot of things that I love. I love the fact that it's waterproof. I love the fact that the ceramic blade actually feels good. Like there's no chopping or danger or anything like that. I love the feel of it. Um, And the thing that to me is like the most handy and I love, I never thought I would have needed this in one of these, but that LED light is insanely intuitive. Like I I never thought I would have thought I needed it, but it makes everything so much easier. So for me, I want a clean shave everywhere. Manscaped. All right, both players have locked in with Manscaped as the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. And the correct answer is Manscaped. That's right, Manscaped is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. And right now, listeners can go to Manscaped.com and enter promo code PTE for 20% off and free shipping. That's Manscaped.com, promo code PTE. Manscaped, join the over 4 million people who trust Manscaped with their goods. All right, wagers are locked in. Question number one. Your category is in time zones. When considering the time zone that it's abbreviated as GMT, 
The G stands for what borough of London? I can lock in. Yep, same. Both locked in. Mike, what was your wager on this question? Gren- all right, Donald says Greenwich. Mike, what'd you say? Uh, I also said Greenwich. Green witch. Green witch. Greenwich. Mike, what was your wager? I wagered five on this one. And Donald? I uh, wagered zero. I had no faith in getting to get right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, your Greenwich is correct. Mike has now a 36 to 28 lead as we head into question number two. Question number two, your category is in fast food. Quote, if it doesn't get all over the place, it doesn't belong in your face. Quote, some guys don't do 49 cent Tuesdays. And quote, without us, some guys would starve are all slogans for what fast food company? Funny enough, Paris Hilton did not mention a word of these during the commercial she made for them. I'm going to lock in with the wrong answer. <laughs> Mike is locked. Donald, it's up to you. Uh, I mean, there's only a couple of like, restaurants uh, I can think of that make oddball. I'm going to go with the probably wrong guess of Arby's. All right, Mike, what was your guess? Arby's is a great guess. I was trying to think of um, restaurants that I remembered having uh, quirky commercials, and I locked in with Jack in the Box. Jack in the Box and Arby's. Mike, what was your uh, your wager? I wagered five on that one as well. Donald, what was your wager? I wagered ten. All right. Unfortunately, nobody getting the points here. Uh, you're both on the right track. It's going to be one of those off-the-wall if you remember the Paris Hilton commercial, of course, she's wearing next to nothing. She is dancing around pretending to wash a car, but she's also eating what they call a thick burger. The thick burger is from Hardee's or Carl's Jr. Uh, that's the other one that I had that's in right. my head. That's right. <laughs> so with that, Mike, you're back to 31 points. Donald, you are down to 18 points as we go into question number three. Question number three, your category is music and history. What name is shared by an indie rock band with hits titled Make You Better and Severed and a group that in, that attempted an 1825 coup in Russia? Think I'm going to lock in. All right, Donald, it's up to you. Do you want the question one more time? Yeah. What name is shared by an indie rock band with hits titled Make You Better and Severed and a group that attempted an 1825 coup in Russia? Now that I hear it again, I regret locking in. Whatever. <laughs> the best I can think of is the Kaiser Chiefs. So I'm going to lock that in. All right. Donald's gone with the... Is that your locked-in answer? Yes, the Kaiser Chiefs. Donald's gone with the Kaiser Chiefs. Mike, what did you say? Kaiser Chiefs is a better answer than I had just because I picked this band because they sound, it sounded like a name that would apply to something that was... A attempted coup attempt in Russia or whatever it was, but I'm like, why did I pick this band? I own their entire discography and I don't know either of these songs, but I said the Decemberists. All right, Mike's going with the Decemberists. Mike, what was your vote? Your vote. There you go. What was your wager? You knew I would take the bait. I bet 15 on this one. Donald, what was your wager? I put the rest to 18. All right. Your correct answer is the Decemberists. 
<laughs> How do I not know okay. either of those Decemberist songs? Okay. Both of those songs, I checked it on Billboard. Both of those songs on the indie rock album, on the indie rock charts, went to number one. They must be on their last. I, I said I own their entire discography, but I don't own their last two albums. So they must be recent. <laughs> Uh, but with okay. that, our final score tonight, again, th- for, for my portion of the bracket, this has been true. The final score tonight, nowhere near indicative of how close this game was. No, for mm-hmm. sure. I was no, sitting here going, oh, gosh, this is all going to come down <laughs> to wagers on this last question. <laughs> 46 to nothing. Mike, you are moving on to the round of 16. Donald, that just the, the wager round bit you. It did. Yeah. There's no getting around it. Donald, that was a fantastic game, though. It really was. I put all of my points in what I got wrong and none of my points in the one I got right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's totally true. That's hilarious. Yeah, the the oh. categories, you just never know. Yeah. Yeah. It's it, the, the weird thing for me, at least me writing music questions is not a good thing. So I try and back them up with data, but then I also try and throw something else in there to tie it back to. So I once I was reading on, uh, I was reading about the coup in Russia, and I heard read about the Decemberists. I'm like, oh, that's a band, so I was able to tie those two together. But yeah, I'm I, I'm not I'm not trying to sound hipster, but I'm just familiar more familiar with their older stuff, oh and neither one of those is older. So I mean, I've heard of them, but never really listened to them. So I, f- I follow Colin Malloy on Twitter. I feel like I need to give him a personal apology. See, I almost <laughs> said the actual lead singer's name, but I had to go with their songs instead. But gentlemen, hell of a game tonight. Uh, listen, if you enjoy what we do here at the Pub Trivia Experience and you want to support us, be like Donald. Patreon.com slash P-T-E-B-B is your exclusive home, uh, not just for our bonus content, but it's a great way to say thank you for the content we, that we bring you on a regular basis. It's exclusive content from the Pub Trivia Experience and our sister podcast, Boozy Bracketology. Again, that's P-T-E-B-B. If you want to give us crap about this, pay, uh, Facebook is the lounge fans of pub trivia experience and boozy bracketology come on there tell us why we are your favorite or your least favorite we're, we're okay for it we'll take some healthy criticism As we, we 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 love talking crap on that over there i guarantee sure. there's nothing you're gonna say that mike hasn't thought or said to me on there already 100 percent. but ladies and gentlemen we hope you enjoyed the show tonight we will be back shortly with the next round of the pub trivia experience hot seat tournament Until that time, for the Pub Trivia Experience, I have been Chris. I have been Mike. And I have been Donald. We will see you next time. Have a good one.